the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. Welcome to a remarkable broadcast. You say, how do you know it's a remarkable broadcast? It's live, isn't it? Yes, it is. Well, how do you know it's a remarkable broadcast? Because I know the character of the God whom we serve, and I know the character of the people that are in the studio with me, and I know the character of Y-O-U, my listening friend. We're going to put all those things together, and zing, zowie, Holy Spirit's going to be glorified, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in this broadcast. In fact, you might want to tell your friends to listen on in to AM 1210 FM 106.1 because this is going to be a show that you've never heard before, and I'm serious about that because we have got—we're uh, going to play live music, do live impromptu singing, and we've got— uh, the spoken and prophetic word that is coming out of a vessel that is uh, freshly ready to be freshly poured. <laughs> as I as I introduce our guests for this show, you know what? I'm going to introduce them. I'm going to blow the shofar, and then we're going to begin. It's going to be wild and crazy. So buckle on up, my friends, whether or not you're in your car. So I want you to meet Kelly Stankus. Hello, Kelly. Well, good afternoon, good evening, good to see you. <laughs> and Leanne, how are you, Leanne Stankus? I'm good, thank you for having us. And uh, my my producer, Neil, is here. He doesn't have to say anything. You'll be perhaps hearing him. He's also a clarinet player. So as we do worship and praise, you may hear a little flavor of clarinet or maybe even a little Kaz harmonica. Who knows? But I'm telling you something right now. My, I want you to know something. This broadcast, my listening friend, may be going out to the thousands but the purpose of this broadcast is for the Lord and Y-O-U, and only him and only you. Everybody else listening is ancillary to what our intent is. And if you're game for that, so are we. I, I want you to, to know that uh, God has great plans for his church, but it's not going to be a church that is just mute. It's his church that's a worshiping church and an empowered church, and much of that empowerment comes through worship and praise. You're going to find that out today as you engage with us on this two hours from 5 to 7 o'clock on um, KPRZ, Come Together San Diego. What I oftentimes do, Kelly and Leanne, you don't know this, but oftentimes on the beginning of a show, I blow a shofar blast. Because in Scripture, the Bible talks about blowing the shofar or blowing the trumpet in Zion. It's a, it's a, a proclamation and announcement that big stuff is coming. Now, this big stuff that's coming is maybe through our instruments, our voices and our other instruments, but it is through the empowerment of God's Holy Spirit. So we're not taking we're not taking the credit, but if it goes wrong, we're taking the blame. <laughs> so, so, so I'm going to blow this little shofar blast and get your key of G ready there, Kelly. And we're going to we're going to start by talking a little bit about what this whole worship mentality is and a little music might sneak in all along the way. So here's my shofar blast. Ah, 
Nice. Amen. Nice. There's a key of G going on there. You know, I'm going to read a scripture to you, my friend. I'm, I'm telling you to, to get ready because there's going to be some stuff that you've never heard before because we've never done it before. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to read a scripture that I think is really appropriate to what we're doing right now. And then I'm going to let Kelly share some insights on worship. And Leanne, she, she, in the first hour, Leanne is going to give color commentary. In the second, and, and then when uh, Kelly's going to play instrumentally and sing. And the second hour, she's going to declare, and we're going to back her up with music as well. Is that fair, Leanne? That sounds great. And Kelly, is that okay with you? I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Let me read to you this scripture found in Song of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 16. I'm going to just say it and pray it, and you might hear a little music orchestrating it. It says, Awake, O north wind, and come thou south, blow upon my garden that the spices may flow out. Let my beloved come into his garden and eat his pleasant fruits. So today, my friends, you and I, we are going to we're going to create a cornucopia basket for the Lord to partake in. And it's going to be fruitful <laughs> and it's going to multiply. Mmm. listening friend you're getting a little flavor of what we're doing we're doing some music but we're doing prophetic worship the bible talks about speak to yourselves in psalms hymns and spiritual songs much of what we're going to be doing today are spiritual songs kelly i'm going to hand the baton to you we wanted to talk a little bit about in the first segment and the guitar can continue playing if you want or not it's up to you but we want to talk just a little bit about the orchestration of worship and praise and what, what does all this mean so our listening friends can be prepared for the deluge of worship and <laughs> prophetic words that are about ready to happen. Well, our, our life this. really should be just uh, worship and praise all the time. Yeah. You know, your praise will never leave my lips. You know, it will never be not on my lips. Uh, mm-hmm. my, my lips will constantly praise you. you know, I'll constantly worship you in everything that we do. And sometimes I believe we interrupt what the worship is with music sometimes. You know, I mean, really, <laughs> that we again. do. That's a, a thought-provoking <laughs> comment. We, we, we interrupt worship with music sometimes. You yes. know, we, we have this thought that worship is, is a song. You know, worship is, is all those things, you know, that, that is music. But really, worship really is, you know, it's best said in Romans 12, 1, 1 to 2. I mean, it's the, it's the perfect explanation of worship, and it's what your spiritual service is. Yes. It's the heart. It's I come to you, kneel down, giving all my life unto you because of your mercies, because of your mercies, Lord, because of everything that you are, I worship you. And I sit there in my silence with my hands lifted high Mm. in my heart and in my thoughts Mm. to my God. Mm. And that is, that is real worship. Now, it does say worship him in song, yeah. praise him in song. Mm-hmm. So it, it it does help when we have music involved with it. It allows yes. us. But I think a lot of the time we forget who worship is for. Exactly. Worship is not for me. 
worship is not for you. Mm-hmm. Worship is for him. Yes. So when we say, I didn't get nothing out of that worship, well, guess what? That's okay. <laughs> because the worship wasn't for you. Oh, I, I don't like that worship. Well, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's the worship to the king. And what is real worship? It's what's from our heart yeah, and what we get to. I mean, Absolutely. like, even when I'm playing guitar, you know what? This could just, right here, here's worship. Oh. There it is. And, and something about singing a love song to the Lord. Yes. I don't think we do that enough, and that's true worship. Absolutely. You know? Well, my listening friend, we're going to be talking more about this in the in the in both hours from 5 to 7 o'clock. But uh, Leanne is here, and she's got her Bible cracked open, and her heart is cracked open, too, in a spiritual sense. So when God gives her something, she's going to declare it. And who knows, it might get orchestrated by a guitar man or a clarinet person or maybe even a harmonica man. Who knows what's going to happen? But my listening friend, you, you, you have to understand that we're in vital times right now. There's never been a more important time ever that we need to be connected intimately, vertically with the Lord and horizontally with one another. And worship is this thing that's going to draw that together. So we're going to devote this entire two-hour broadcast to that connection, that connection. Now, Kelly talked about closing your eyes. I recommend if you're driving not to do that. (laughs) But uh, if you scurry on home or wherever else you are and you can listen to this in in an environment where you can do that, you can close your eyes, that's fine. And you passengers, it's probably okay if you close your eyes. I guess it's okay, but not the driver. <laughs> okay, my listening friend, we've got about a minute and a half left in this in this uh, uh, first segment. Leanne, is there any one, one or two phrase thoughts that you had? Um, I just Isaiah sixty one was on my heart. It says the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor, and He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted. And so I just feel if there's any listeners out there that might feel brokenhearted at this time. He is the comforter. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. And he wants to comfort you in this season. So just lean into him. Lean into that. Very good. Thank you, Leanne. You know, what we're going to do right now, is the, the two words you gave here were good news and comfort. So Heavenly Father, Heavenly Strumming, we're declaring good news yes. Such and good comfort news. to he comforts you Cause all he has is good news My God, he comforts you With nothing but his good news, good news So my friends, it's about time for us to take a break but more of the same and much much more coming back when kelly leanne stankus neil clarinetist and producer and your buddy kaz when we do worship praise and declaration and when we come right back this is come together san diego the live local show on k praise more come together san diego is just moments away now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends. It's a pleasure to have my co-hosts on this show right now, Kelly and Leanne Stankus. They are musicians. They are uh, prophetic voices. Uh, and they um, live around the Southern California area. I think it's Riverside, isn't it, yes. Kelly? Okay, and, but you came down for the holidays. 
kind of came down for like some vision casting. We're down staying at a resort <laughs> and just kind of seeking the Lord for the next year and well, what he wants us to do. And uh, and you found out about it and you oh, said, I'm grabbing you. I'm bringing you, you together because we've been trying to do this for years. We've been trying to do it for years. And of course, Leanne, I said, Leanne, would you come in? Kelly says he wants to come too. So what can I say? Here he is with his guitar. I'm just Amen. joking. Yeah. So my listening friend, I, I, we have a remarkable show. And you know, within this remarkable show, we have a remarkable author of a brand new book. And I want to just take a minute before we jump into worship and praise, or who knows, worship and praise could just break out as, as Wendy S. Scott and we are talking. And I know she won't have a problem with that. Wendy, are you there? Oh, yes, I am. Thank you, Kaz. <laughs> it's a pleasure. And Wendy is a new broadcaster on the Salem Media Group, um, and you have a, a broadcast. What day is it broadcasting, uh, Wendy? Uh, I, I just came on a little before you. Oh, it's, you did? Uh, Saturday at 3 o'clock, yeah, from 3 to 3.30. <laughs> so, so my listening friends, I, so uh, <laughs> instead of 5, five o'clock, tune in at 3, and you'll hear uh, Wendy Scott and some insights there as well. <laughs> and and you're, you're a prophetic writer, and you're a let me, I'm just going to brag on you a little bit. You're a prophetic listener. So I appreciate the content of your, this book is called uh, The Lost, A Story of Christmas. So take a minute or two to fill us in and pardon us if uh, music breaks out, worship breaks out in the middle of your discussion. Just keep on talking because sometimes <laughs> that's how Holy Spirit does it. Is that fair, Wendy? Well, it's fair, but I wondered, you know, I heard you blowing your shofar and I got to tell you, I got a shofar last Christmas from Ooh. my mom. And I wondered if I could just, like, give it a sound real quick. Could you, I do that? Hey, I'll tell you what, Wendy. Why don't you? I mean, this is a we're doing live, and I'm running the show, so you got it handy? Lay it on us. I got it. Lay All it right, on here us. here we go. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Wendy, I... Because you know what? We've got good news, and and we got to announce the king is coming, yes. and we want people to know. It's a good attention getter, isn't it? It is, it is, it is. So The Lost, it's a, it sounds like it's a remarkable book. It, uh, it's, I think It's a so. Christmas story. <laughs> give, give us a couple of minutes to give us an overview of this, sure. because we've got some other things we want to get to, but I wanted to give you yes. a platform here. So uh, Wendy S. Scott and The Lost Book, A Story uh, of Christmas, lay it on us. All right. Well, you know what? i I got to start, because I'm just inspired by how y'all... I'm I'm just praising the Lord, and I want to start by you read a psalm, and I'm going to tell you a psalm that's inspired me as a writer, and um, it's Psalm 45 and verse 1. It's uh, to the chief musician, a song of love, and it says, My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made concerning the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. And the way that the psalmist prophetically um, glorifies the the Lord Jesus, really, the Messiah, is what's in my heart. And God just inspired this book. I've, I've enjoyed writing for a while, but this book came together in an amazing way. And it's, it's called The Lost, A Story of Christmas. And the theme throughout is about those that are lost, that Jesus goes and seeks. But it, it's through a family, and my mom wanted to make sure I told you that this is such a warm and loving family, but it's an ordinary family, faces a challenge. Their youngest daughter is having a health challenge, and we find that they're trying to get together for Christmas as she's going through a, uh, a serious um, medical treatment, and the family's been divided. And interestingly enough, the morning of Christmas Eve, when the family's not together yet, 
the daughter wakes up in her frail condition and asks to go on a mountain drive to see the snow in Big Bear. And it's a long drive, and her family's nervous because of her frail condition, but they do it. And uh, what ends up happening is there's this convergence of storylines throughout the whole book demonstrating that while we face these terrible challenges sometimes, God works them out to good if we're just faithfully following him. Would you say that one more time, Wendy? Our listening audience needs to hear that. That if, if you just faithfully follow the Lord, he works all things to good. And <laughs> even when we're terrified, even when we're overwhelmed, and that's what this family faces. And uh, we see actually a lot of storylines converging, and we get to watch so many different people experience the Lord in their path and make the choice to, the hard choice to follow him and do the right thing. There's lives change. And I also, because I'm kind of an evangelist, uh, there's sharing that demonstrates to people how they can share Christ with people just along the way. They don't have to be this big evangelist. So I try to demonstrate, and I'll tell you the the big punchline of the story is that um, something happens on the mountain drive that lends to uh, a rescue and a inspirational Christmas message that uh, inspires thousands over the Christmas season. And so uh, I've been told it makes grown men cry. I've been told that the dialogue is um, very natural. And so I hope people get it because the, the, uh, the main thing that I always want people to see is how not only that Jesus and that God has a good plan for everything, he wastes nothing, But he challenges us to consider how would we live every day if we really, really trusted in him. Oh, my. And give us a way that people can find out more, Wendy S. Scott, about this book entitled The Lost, A Story of Christmas. You're so good. Thank you so much. Well, it's on Amazon, but I'm going to tell you, if you're in San Diego, I'm going to ask you to go down to my friends at Sea Christ Christian Bookstore. They're selling it for me. And, of course... If uh, Season Watch listeners go down and pick it up there, not only are you going to bless a brick-and-mortar, you know, um, bookstore, Christian bookstore, one of the few left, but um, they said they'll give, uh, they have a discount uh, lined up for people who go with Season Watch, and we just really want to support local Christian bookstores yes. before they're all gone, you know? Absolutely. And uh, Absolutely. And, the, and the, is there a website connected with this as well? Yes, thank you. Um, my, I have a website. My website is mywordsforhim.com. Mywordsforhim.com. And you can go on K-Praise. My Season Watch uh, page on K-Praise has all my links as well. And Season Watch, and that what, did you say that's uh, 3 p.m. on Saturdays? Saturdays, yep. Yes, that's today, Saturday, my listening friend. Going all the way through. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to, you might want to on uh, Saturdays tune in. I know you crave tuning in from five to seven p.m. That's but right. uh, a couple hours earlier, you'll catch Wendy S. Scott, and you're going to hear some of this wisdom that she has bountifully presented to us here. And you might, we've got about three minutes left in this segment here, and I'm, I'm we're going to orchestrate your book. Do you mind if we do that? Oh, that's lovely. Okay. I would love Neil, it. Thank you. We're, we're in B, B flat. Give me a discord close to B flat, just a discord sound. Before you do, I'm going to present this. I want you to, to portray what 
a discord. Of, uh, I'm going to say the word lost, and lost is not a, a, a chord sound. It's a discord. And so give That's me something right. that's sort of a discord there. The lost. The lost. Something's amiss. Yeah. Children are lost. You, my listening friend, may be lost. A friend of yours may be lost. Yes. But the Christmas story is one of hope, expectation, Mm -hmm. and intervention by the Lord. So the Christmas story, a story of Christmas for those who are lost. Kelly, what does lost sound like when you're found? Hang on, stay with us, Wendy. So good. I was lost, I was lost, I was lost, I was lost, but now I'm found, but now I'm found, oh, I was gone, I was gone, so gone in my mind, but now I'm listening friend i guess you can tell this is a program we were going to spend most of our time doing worship and praise and all of a sudden we have wendy scott to tell a little bit about our book and how god works this and orchestrates this he goes oh, i think there's a song there so we're we're free to be able to worship and praise whatever the launching pad looks like so spend 30 seconds wendy uh with a declaration maybe tied to the content of your book and then we're going to take a break and thank you very much for calling in and telling us about your book Wendy S. Scott, 3 p.m. on Saturdays on KPRZ AM 1210 FM 106.1. And the name of your show, Wendy Scott? Season Watch. And uh, I just want to say that the, the Lord inspired this book to show His goodness. His promises are true. He's trustworthy. And He's worthy to be praised. Every part of this book is just inspired by Him because he is good. Please um, consider reading it or giving it to someone to be inspired by how good he is. And the brick-and-mortar location? Sea uh, Christ Bookstore in Lemon Grove. Very good. And the website? Um, MyWordsForHim.com Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we want to thank collectively Wendy S. Scott for joining us and talk about her book. And my worshiping friends, see, here's what happens. You don't have to have a preconceived script. Holy Spirit says, I I want you to sing over me and I'll sing over you. Yes. So thank you, Wendy, for joining us. My listening friend, it's about time for us to take a break. Any quick phraseology that you have, Leanne? Just a quick... Ooh, I found, I'm found in Him. Yes, yes, And I just pray right now for those that are stirred to write. They would be stirred in Jesus' name. Okay, my listening friend. Guess what? Kelly and Leanne and Neil and our producer Chris and Kaz. (laughs) Not only will we be right back, but you will be right back. So see you soon. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. 
Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. I guess if you've listened from the very beginning, you can tell that this is not your normal, everyday broadcast. In fact, I try to make every Come Together San Diego broadcast unique. And this one is unique because it's uniquely for him and from him to you specifically, not the multiplied billions that are <laughs> that are listening in the sound waves, but this to Y-O-U and you only. And uh, Kelly Stankus is here with me uh, on the guitar and his wife Leanne uh, and producer Neil too. But well, I, I wanted to talk with you just a little bit about what worship is and nobody to help me more so than Kelly Stankus. He's... Uh, I've come to love this guy. I've known him for a few years now, and every time I see him, I love him just a little bit more. So, Kelly, you're a worship guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I am a, a worshiper. Like, yeah. like when um, I, I go to churches, and I mean, I'm multifaceted. I'll, I'll put your whole sound system in. I'll yeah. play drums. I'll yeah. play the guitar. I'll sing. I'll just, I'll just sit there and support you. Yeah. I mean, just the Lord has put me in a way. But he, he's really told me that I'm not a worship leader. No. He said, he says... I don't need that. I need a worshiper. Yeah. So I come and, and my, my whole goal is to set the atmosphere so you can worship the king. And that's and that's really what God has told me. I am a worshiper. Yes. So yeah, so yeah, I'm a worshiper. And you wanted to talk a little bit about the actual forms of worship. And one of the things you need to know, my listening friend, you're going to be going to church tomorrow and there's going to be people oftentimes on stage leading with a guitar or other instruments and singing and things like that. And they are worship leaders, but the real purpose is for you to worship. Yeah. And if you're there watching the spectacle and enthralled in their performance, you're missing the intent. You're at a concert. You got a concert. Yeah, you're at a concert. And God wants, he, the, the concerts are okay, but he wants yeah. to have Equal time, and when you give him equal time, he takes all the time. Yeah, that's that's who he is, and it's remarkable. I, I'm in, I've been in services where, uh, you know, the a worship team and a pastor says, "This is kind of out of my range here. I'm just going to step back and see what happens." In those rare instances, it's the most remarkable time one could imagine. Science so, talk to us a little bit about the different forms of worship with the intent of intimacy. Yeah, it's you know. Wh- we were created to worship. We weren't created to preach. We weren't created to heal. You know, we weren't created to to do a lot of things that we we see at church happen. We were created to worship Him. Mm. That's what. We're, and when something when we worship Him in spirit and truth, He goes, "Oh, that's what I created them for." Oh my. Let me come down and see what's going on. Because God inhabits. He inhabits the praises. Yes. And so He does, and that's when you see healings and 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 signs, miracles, and wonders, and. You know, a lot of time we, we get really confused about what worship is. You know, I like that worship. Okay, okay, I like that worship. Uh, but does he like that worship? See, it doesn't matter what I like. And even <laughs> as a worshiper, I'm not there to please the congregation. I'm just there to set the atmosphere. That's well, it. And if they're coming to hear and see you, they're really missing the mark as well. You, you're coming to church to find the Lord in a greater way than ever before. That's right. And there's a corporate value of coming together uh, you know, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together so much more as you see the day approaching. Th- th- this level of intimacy can only happen collectively. There's a one-on-one intimacy, but when you multiply that by seeking believers, look out world, and other people that come in that don't have a clue, their lives are going to change and they're going to say, I want that. Exactly. You know, and worship is to the king. Worship is to the king. Well, so why don't we show an illustration of worship to the king, Kelly Stankus, and then we'll talk more about this in the next segment. And I run to your throne, take all of me. 
My life's not my own Take all of me When I run to your throne Take all of me When my life's not my own Take all of me Cause there's nothing I want more Than to be completely yours Come search my heart, oh God Not only will I say That I love you Yes, I love you My listening friend, it's about time for us to take a break. But I want to encourage you of something, and Kelly brought this out too. It, this isn't a time for performance. This is a time for intimacy. And my friend, if you've been listening to this in your car or listening at home or whatever, and you are entertained by it, switch gears. This isn't meant to entertain you. This is meant to uh, embrace the Lord. And I, 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 my heart cry, and I know Leanne feels this way too, our heart cry is to have you just embrace the Lord in the midst of this, and you to have a remarkable experience, not necessarily by anything that we did, but the God whom we serve and what He did and is doing. So my listening friend, we're going to come right back after the break, but I want you to listen to this broadcast, not listening to it for your own sake, but listening to it for what God wants to do through it to you, and when He does it through you, you will do it to others as well. So my listening friend, Kelly and Leanne and Neil and Kaz, we'll be right back. Yeah. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Yes, indeed, I am back, and so are you. And so are Leanne and Kelly Stankus and my producer, Neil Fraser. And we have got a show because this is a show that has nothing to do with us and everything to do with him, and we are just vessels. And you, my friend, are listening, but you're not here to listen to us. You're listening to, here to listen to what we invoke through the Holy Spirit to you because this is not uh, a entertainment show. This is a show to connect with the Lord himself and allow him to connect with you. And that's his whole heart cry from the very beginning, Kelly Stankus and Leanne. But Kelly, uh, you, I'm going to hand the baton to you early. By the way, my friends, if you want to e- email me back and say, love the show, do more of these, or hate the show, get Kelly off the <laughs> air. <laughs> You're not going to say that. But the email address, the way you can contact me is... Um, Come Together San Diego, all together, Come Together San Diego at kprz.com. Okay, Kelly, lay it on us. And Leanne, you have free free reign here. You can look at your husband in the eyes and go, I want to say something. Um, she, well, she te- does that all the time. I'm teasing She'll look at me and give me the, uh, my turn, my turn, my turn. <laughs> so lay it on us. We've got oh, until about four minutes to the top of cool. the hour. Cool. Lay it well, on us, Kelly Stanks. You know, we, we talked about, um, you know, worship t- to Jesus. It's a love song to him. I mean, think about when you're, when you're courting a spouse. I mean, when you say, I love you. I mean, you, you tell them, I love you. You're not saying, hey, can you give me some this? Hey, I want this. Do this for me. No, when, 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 you, when you're courting someone, you're looking at them in the eyes and you're saying, I love you. Yes. I love you. You're so beautiful. 
you know, the way the sun bounces off your hair. It's like, oh, and that's what worship really is. We need to be singing to the king. But sometimes, you know, in worship, um, we call it worship, but in music in the church, there's songs of, you know, deliverance, declaration. Yes. Uh, there's petition. There's prayer. Anything you, know? you can need. And, and it's good. There's, yes. there's nothing wrong with it. It's good. We just have to have the mindset when we're doing that. That's no longer worship. Mm-hmm. It's good. We need to do that. And there's there's a time and place for that. Um, I, I love, we come from um, house of prayer kind of kind of yeah. setting, uh, really sat under the prophetic for a very long time in, in our early stages. So we, we just, we would sit around for hours and just sing off the cuff, you know, spontaneous know. and yeah. just, and so many of our songs that were written back then was because of that time. Oh, that was good. That's what the Lord was saying. And then we would make that a song. And that's a song inspired by the Lord. And that last song that, that I was singing was something done about 14 years ago. A friend of mine wrote it. And it, it was just, you know, I'll lift my hands and say, I love you. I love you. I love you. That's it. And there's not enough of that saying, I love you, Lord. That song, I love you, Lord. Yeah. Beautiful. It's to him. Yes. You know what? Um, but there's songs that are, you know, prophetic where yeah. it's it's songs that are directed to the singer, the congregation, the unsaved, the the community, um, addressing revealed truth and really present testimonials and the reality of God, you know, yes, that yes. we're saying those things and then prayer and petition. Yes, you know, yes. like like think of the song, Let It Rain. I love it. I, that's what it is, yeah. let it rain. And you're gonna do songs that are yours here. Yes, I will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so lay it on us. So I thought of a song of invitation. I was at a, a harvest crusade. Yeah. And, and they always sing that, that same song, Come Just As You Are. And, you know, it's like over and over again. And the Lord gave me this one song that was just, it's like, wow, that one really works. That really makes sense. He's calling out to you. Can't you feel your heart beating? Because he first loved you. He knows what your need is He's calling out to you Can't you feel your heart beating Because He first loved you He knows what your need is So let go, fall down Look up to Him Then hold on, rise up Okay, Kelly has set the stage. Now, here's what I want you to do wherever you are listening. I want you to sense what Holy Spirit is stirring in you right now. And in this segment, 
you know, we don't have a microphone for you, and we're not going to have you call in, but this is not a bad time for you to kind of let loose. And whatever, let Holy Spirit just stir your soul from the inside out as you're kind of, I will say, meandering with the Lord right now. He may want to be a voice of encouragement to you. He might want to be a voice of consolation for you. He might want to say, you don't know me as well as you could know me. Here's what I want to do with you. And just listen to what he has to say to you. It's going to change your life from the inside out. And don't you realize that all your attempts to try to change your life from the outside in, they just don't work. Give your heart to the Lord right now, my friend. We're in the season of the birth of the Lord. Why don't you allow him to be birthed in your very own heart this very minute? Let the music carry you away, carry you away into the presence of the Lord. Leanne, any thoughts? Just where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we're not transformed by looking at ourselves. We're transformed by looking at him. And so that's what worship is. It's, it's setting your eyes and setting your gaze towards him. And as we behold him, as we look at him, he's what comes in and he's what transforms you. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So let go fall down, look up to him, then hold on, rise up as you take his hand, just let go fall down, look up to him, then hold on, rise up as you take his hand, he'll never let go. show if you weren't with us i said this broadcast is not for the many thousands that may be listening this broadcast is for the lord and for you why oh you and god wants to take this music and he wants to instill it into your heart and spirit and soul and he wants to dance on the strings of the sounds and he wants to communicate with you it may be a word of encouragement or joy or peace or any number of different things but I, 
we're going to just have a music instru- an instrumental going on here with Kelly, and I'm going to ask you to do this. This may be an unusual experience for you, particularly on a radio show. Are you kidding me? So I'm going to have the <clears throat> our guitarist play a little bit of music here, and I want I'm I'm not going to talk in a, in a moment. I'm going to allow about 60 seconds of the music to play, but I want you to do this consciously. I want you to say. Holy Spirit, I want you to come inside of me, and I want you to communicate a message. And let's make it simple, because he will communicate long sentences if you let him. But if you're new to this, just say, give me a word in this due season, Father. And then I want you to take this word, and I want you to help me meditate on it for today, tomorrow, and the next day. And see what God does with just this single word. Okay, so I'm going to have... Kelly, continue to play instrumentally for about a minute. And I want you consciously thinking, Lord, what would you like to say to me in 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 the musical tones that are being played right now? You may not ever hear anything like that on the radio, but why don't we do it right now? friend, what has the Holy Spirit been telling you right now? Has it been a word of encouragement or whatever? I want you to make note of what God is telling you, a word or a phrase, and I want you to meditate on that. We've got about two more minutes in this segment. Leanne, any thoughts? And then I'm going to have Kelly... I'm going to have Kelly completed at the very end. We've got about two minutes left. Leanne, any thoughts? Let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light in the darkness in those places. Let there be light. So Kaz, as you were just telling us to meditate and listen to the the music, let there be light. That's what I heard. Let there be light. Let there be light. We've got about one minute. I'm going to let you close this. Let there be light so bright. Light of my life with your glow and your spirit. Oh, light of my life with your light so bright. Oh, light of my life with your light so bright. Oh, light of my life with your light so bright. With your glow 
It's about time for us to take a break here, but we haven't taken a break from the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit can be engaging you while we take a commercial break. But I want you to be listening to what Holy Spirit is saying to you. This is really the intimacy that God has intended from the beginning of the world. He wants to have that level of intimacy with you. My listening friend, we're going to take a little break, but on the next segments, we can have Leanne Snake is proclaiming words, and you know, it's going to be it's hard to stop Kelly Stankus from <laughs> playing his guitar, but we might do that. But I'm going to have Leanne give some insights on what you, God may be giving you words right now. What do you do to deliver those things? Leanne's going to talk to you about the prophetic word, and it's not strange for you to get a word anointed by the Holy Spirit. And the world may think it's strange, but when they see the power behind those words, they're going to go, that, I know this person. Those words weren't this person's words, and the power is resident within those words, and I want more. So we're going to talk more about what that looks like, sounds like musically and prophetically with Leanne and Kelly Stankus and much more when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Hello, my friends. Well, we've been going strong since the top of the hour, 5 o'clock, and uh, we're going to be going strong all the way to the end of this hour as well. This has come together, San Diego. I'm your host, Kaz Taylor, but also I have co-hosts on this show, and uh, we've been letting her rip potato chip, and <laughs> Kelly and Leanne Stankus are with me. And uh, Kelly spent the first hour sharing insights from a musical standpoint, and he's not going to stop. However, I'm, my heart cry is to incorporate Leanne here and <clears throat> give you the floor, talk a little bit about the prophetic. And <clears throat> excuse me, the, w- the way we're going here, it, it, this isn't about us and what we're saying is Holy Spirit through us. My friend, if you've listened to the first hour, you know this is Holy Spirit-driven, and this next hour is going to be Holy Spirit-driven as well. But even on a prophetic verbal basis as well, Leanne, what have you to tell us? I mean, this can be a frightening topic, this whole do some prophetic things or do some apostolic things. What? Are you kidding me? Especially like, you know— it, prophetic usually is spontaneous, right? Yes. And so I had to kind of come up with a plan because you wanted a little bit of a... How can you do a plan that you're going to do in a <laughs> day or two that's spontaneous, huh? Right. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> so I just kind of went with what the Lord has been speaking to me probably yes. like in the last month. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to read uh, Daniel 10, verse 7. It says, Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men with me saw nothing, but they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide. And so I was reading Daniel chapter 10 over and over, and I said, Lord, Holy Spirit, what, what are you highlighting? And he said, only I, Daniel, saw this vision. That means that sometimes there's going to be a time where the Lord comes and he appears to you in a word or a dream, or he's been speaking to you in your quiet time, and only you're going to hear it, Kaz. Only Kelly's going to hear it. Only Leanne's going to hear it. Yes. And the men in the vision where Daniel was, they, they felt the presence of the angels that appeared. But they didn't hear, nor did they see. And so sometimes the Lord shows us in a vision, a dream, or a word from the Lord, and he doesn't show it to everybody else. That's right. He doesn't tell your pastor. 
He doesn't tell the president of the United States. He shows you and he gives you the responsibility and the stewardship to walk with that dream and walk with that vision. And sometimes it's a lonely road because we want confirmation. We want affirmation from our friends. We want affirmation from our, from our pastor, but he might not give it to you. It might be a lonely road where he's showed you, he's given you the word, he's given you the dream. And just like Daniel had to walk it out, he had to be faithful to write down the vision so that we have that recorded in scripture today. And so I wanted to ask the other, what has the Lord given you? What has the Lord given me? That my, maybe he didn't even tell my husband, Kelly, what what it is that he's asked me to steward. Yes. And so it can be uh, a little lonely sometimes. Can we get a little clarification on that, too? One of the things that we—let me just talk about what I would observe to be the danger, but also God has a resolution for that. The danger is, okay, I'm presuming God said this, and I'm going to run around, and I'm going just to act on this. But if it's not confirmed by his character— and it's not confirmed by his word, then it wasn't him that was saying it. Right. So uh, obviously there's safeguards like yes. God told me you got a burger hanging out. You're not, are you kidding me? <laughs> God would never say stuff like that. Kaz might, though. Yeah. But right. I'm being right. facetious there. But, right. but, but the point of the matter is in, in the mouth of two or more witnesses, but they don't have to be a witness of your husband or your pastor or anything like that. Right. It can be it's, it's a personal relationship with right. Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit says, yes, I told you that. Look right. in this scripture right. or look at that bumper stick over there. Doesn't that right. tell you what I just told you? I mean, would would you say that's valid? Right. It's valid. I, I mean, I can attest to a, a bumper sticker led me <laughs> back to the Lord. A harvest. We moved to Riverside uh, 30 years ago now, and I saw the harvest bumper sticker on cars because, of course, Greg Laurie and the Harvest Crusades. But back in the day, it didn't say Greg Laurie. It just said harvest. And so I wasn't walking with the Lord back then, and I thought it was going to be the biggest beer festival that there ever was. <laughs> And it ended up being mm. Harvest Christian Fellowship. Oh, so bumper my. stickers do lead us to yes, the Lord. Yes, yes. So yeah. continuing your conversation there, it's kind of a novel event. A lot of times we are interdependent upon a pastor telling us what to do or a, a well-received friend or a spouse saying, tell me what to do in this situation. But sometimes God says, I want to be the one who tells you what to do. So embellish yeah. on that yeah. a little bit, would you, Leanne? Yeah, it's, um, it's important because, I mean, I know in my quiet time, spending time with the Lord and meditating on the Lord, he'll re- ask me to do things, but he didn't tell Kelly. He didn't tell my husband. He told me. So I, we have a responsibility unto the Lord to do what he's asked us to do. And we might not get the confirmation or the affirmation that, we are, that we're desiring to get, but he's asking us to be faithful and steward that what he's called us to steward. Um, and he's going to direct us. Um, just like the scriptures in Matthew that I've been reading about the angels, you know, angels directed Joseph in dreams. Mm. And we have to be open to uh, the Lord just leading us in many radical, bizarre ways, but making sure that it's him leading us yes. and being faithful to what he's asked us to do. My, And this whole opens a whole new venue of obedience, and it also opens a whole new venue for the church being the church. And the Lord's going, I need my church to be my church, particularly in these challenging revelational days that we're in right now. I need my church to answer my voice and to to hear and obey. And a lot of times we go, well, I'll wait for my pastor or I'll wait for my spouse or I'll I'll wait for my good friend to tell me, are you kidding me? Your best friend wants to reside within you and whisper from the inside out. Amen. Amen. We've got about three minutes. How, How would you like to carry this or would you like to have a little bit of music behind your declarations, or what would you prefer? To Kaz, do? there's there's one thing, um, okay. Like Leanne, she, she's she's very prophetic, and uh, she spends a lot of time with the Lord, and 
and I, I, I trust her prophetic voice in her. She'll say, I don't have any facts. I don't have any facts, Kelly. I don't have any facts. I'm just telling you, this is what the Lord's saying here. And it's and it's and you have to just realize, like you said, does that line up with the Word? Yes. Is that the character of God? And every time it is, and I just trust her. You know, it's it's it, and it's it's very profound. Some of the things, and and she's a forerunner. Yes, she'll say things three years down the line. She'll be she'll start them, and nobody wants to do it. And then three years later, everybody takes it from her, yes. and she's already on the next three things. So the Daniel thing, has there's a lot to go with that, Lee. Yeah, we've got about two or three minutes. Where would you like to take this, Leah? Yeah, so ask yourself, is there anything in your life that you're needing understanding or clarity? Yes. Because God wants to give you clarity. He wants to give you confidence. He wants to give you the blueprint and the strategies of what he has for your life. And just like a body has different parts, right? The Bible talks about the body has different parts. Mm-hmm. We all, you're a nose, I'm an eye, he's a foot. And so the eye has different functions in the foot. Mm-hmm. And so the the eye also will have different things that it needs to do and but differently than the liver. Yes. And so just recognizing that um, he wants to give you clarity. He wants to give you understanding. He wants to tell you uh, what it is that's the blueprint for your life. And it's going to be different because yes. he created us all differently, just like the cells of our body, the DNA of our body. It's all so different. My, my. Yes, exactly. So what I'm going to have you do, we've got about a minute and a half left in this, in this segment. I'm going to have you do a declarative prayer for our listeners that God intervenes in them and starts giving them words and due seasons or dreams or gives them something that's unique to them and uh, let him uh, play it out in your life. I'm going to ask you to pray and declare that to our listening friends. My listening friend, are you ready to receive this? Because get ready because God uh, is faithful and he's going to be giving you some stuff. So we're, we're expecting to you to have great revelation from the Lord. I'm going to have you declare this. And then Kelly, when you're finished, Kelly's going to do a little music and uh, like a 30 second or so verbal declaration to put a period at the end of your sentence. Leanne Stankus. So, Lord, we just thank you for clarity. We thank you for conviction. And we thank you for confidence that your word is true and that we hear from you. Your spirit is speaking to us on a daily basis, like we said, through signs and through through bumper stickers. Lord, I ask that you would bring clarity. I ask that you would bring conviction. I ask that you would bring strength to the vision that you have given each one to carry. So, Lord, thank you for your clarity. Thank you for your vision. Mm, we thank you. Oh, we thank you. Who oh, give Lord. us eyes to see? Thank you, Lord, for eyes to see, and ears to hear to what you're speaking to each one in this what season. You speak, what you say? Make it clear and plain. And we'll be. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends, to a show like you've never heard before and perhaps something you hadn't expected when you tuned on in to AM 1210 or FM 106.1 KPRZ and Come Together San Diego because what we try to do with get the title of the of the show, Come Together San Diego. We try to get San Diego believers to come together, and it could be under a variety of different topics. This topic is how to be engaged intimately with the Lord through worship and praise, but also so through the uh, prophetic word. And uh, Kelly, um, 
Snake has spent the first hour talking to us about the worship component. Now, I think uh, Leanne is talking to us, I know she is, about the the uh, prophetic and apostolic point of view. And you, you during the break, you gave a, a question. You said, I asked you what we're going to talk about, and you gave me a question, and that set me back. So I want you to deliver that uh, point of view, and I want you to talk about it. You're, you're going to hear something here in, in, in a nuance that you perhaps have not heard. You know, we, we entrust God, you know, the New Year's is coming up, and we go, what's our resolution going to be? Give me a resolution. Or what's my ministry going to be? Or what's my plan going to be? Or what's my vision going to be? Uh, uh, Leanne encapsulated this in a way that changes the way you look at the things God gives you. Talk about that, Leanne. Yes, thank you. It's still percolating in me. It's still fresh. (laughs) It's still new. But the question is, what are you giving birth to? What are you giving birth to? And I want to read Matthew chapter 1. And this goes well with the Christmas season. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And the Lord, I had a dream. And in the dream, I was uh, thinking about Matthew 18, 19, and 20, the Great Commission. Yes. Evangelism, the lost. And the, you would think that for me, I keep hearing the word build. You're going to build a ministry. You're going to build something. You're going right. to build, a, build. But the Lord said no. And over the word build, he put B-I-R-T-H in capital letters, birth. And there's something that he's wanting to do over Matthew 18 and 19 and 20, where it's the Great Commission to evangelize and to bring Jesus to people, that he wants to birth something new in this season. So I have to ask myself, what what am I giving birth to? And giving birth newborn you know newborn believers born again yes it's the key to what jesus is doing it's key to our assignment and so many times because in the dream i wanted to go back to oh i'm going to build this i'm going to give me the give me the blueprints give me the assignment and let me have the strategy but he was like very clear no i need you to birth birth you know what that that tells me is you you know you said when he gives you an assignment to do something, you say, uh, how do I construct this? How do I do that? But the whole point of the matter is when, when you're birthing something, you're birthing something that God has done. In other words, you, when, you, when he gives you a vision or a plan or something like that, okay, I pound this nail here and I write this thing on a piece of paper. That's not birthing something. It is actually constructing something that he gave you. But birthing something, it says, okay, I have let you... Using Mary and and, and and Jesus as the illustration in Christmas time, the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary and she brought forth a child. There was a birthing going on, but the birthing wasn't wasn't of the dissemination or the dissemination of Joseph. This birthing was of the Lord, and she was in the process of birthing. Whether she, whether she liked it or not, I mean, she did like it, and that was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But the truth of the matter was that God was in control of the birthing. Sometimes when God gives us a vision or a thing to do, we take control of it. And part of the thing, the accomplishment is our doing, and part of it's the Lord's doing. And God says, no, That's good. I want this to be birthed in you That's by yes. me. Talk a little bit yes. about that. And also, when you find a moment to jump on in, you said something yes. that comes along with the birthing that we may not be 
too happy about, but it's a necessary part of the matter. So Leanne, lay it on us. Yeah, it's supernatural, isn't it? It's supernatural. (laughs) Yes. It's not something we can fathom in our own strength. It's God of the impossible doing the impossible through us. And in you. And in us and through us. And it it leads me to John chapter 1, verse 19, where John the Baptist John the Baptist was being questioned by the Pharisees and they said, who are you? You know, to John the Baptist, are you the prophet? He's like, no. Are you the Messiah? Are you Elijah? I kept saying, no. Then who are you? We need an answer for those who sent us. What do you, what do you have to say about yourself? And John replied, I'm a voice shouting in the wilderness, clear the way for the Lord. And so the Lord really impressed upon me as leaders and as we're birthing things that we need to make sure that not, we're, we're not birthing our brand. We're not birthing Ooh, our ministry. Say that again. We're not People birthing our brand. Come he on. didn't have a brand. He had a voice. He said, I'm a voice crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. John the Baptist knew his assignment was to lead people to the feet of Jesus. And so in this birthing process, we need to make sure that we are not leading people to our kingdom, to our our to kingdom. our church, yeah, to our, our yeah. you know, to our ministries, um, but that we are leading them to Jesus. We're birthing something new. 2020 was amazing because it caused the big ship, the structure to be looked at and moved. And it was o- only Jesus, only God can do the impossible and move a structure. And so just just taking key as leaders, we need to make sure that we're a voice crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, not prepare the way of our own ministry. Wow. Uh, you had some thoughts in that, Kelly? Yeah, Kelly I mean, I, I live here. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know, when she talked about the birthing, um, uh, I, I thought about how messy it is. You know, number one, you know, you have, you have blueprints, you know, you already see it done. But when you're birthing, you don't know what the child looks like. Mm-hmm. You have no clue what's going to come out of there. And then when it comes out, it's a mess. But it's a beautiful mess. You know, it, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of struggle. Um, there, there's, it, there's a lot of cursing. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that goes on, <laughs> on, on in that, you know. But what is birthed after that through all of that is beautiful. And you forget about the mess. You forget about all that. So I really, when she's been talking about it, it's like we're not here to build anything. You know what? You know, I, my foot's on the rock already. My, my, my foundation is strong. And we really have to ask the Lord, you know what? What am I leading people to? Am I leading them to Jesus or am I leading them to just something good? Because, you know, church programs and church plans, they're all good. You know what? Going, meeting together, it's good. You know, we don't forsake assembling. But he is doing something different because he he checked our hearts, checked our hearts when 2020 came around. What are you going to do now? You still going to worship me? How are you going to do this? You can't do it the same way you did it before. Put a little wrench uh, in the, in the gears there, and so it really reflect what are we doing? What are we doing? How are we doing it? And it's and it's it's what are you birthing? And we don't know what it looks like. And I think the Lord loves that. Good, I'm glad because He does. So if we allow Him, we allow Him to do it all. Allow Him to birth it and just be on His plan. The results are glorious, and, and we're actually seeing that uh, everywhere we go. We go up and down the state of California, and and we see a shift. 
You know, we see birthing happening all over the place. People that have no clue what they're doing. They have no clue. They have not been trained. They haven't gone through seminary. They're not even under, you know, a, a big name. But they're getting together, loving Jesus, and birthing something that's so beautiful where there's a community of believers that looks like the Acts Church. And they're worshiping. They're fellowshipping. They're having breaking bread daily. And then at the end of the week, they all get together and celebrate what's happened during the week. So there's something, there's something going on. There, there is a birthing, and, yes. and and just her word on it is just very prophetic. And I like it. No resolution, birth. Oh, I like that. And you, you know, you hit it really true. And that is, if you've observed a birth, many of you have because you. Have You've kids. either been in one. That's right. We have three kids. <laughs> but you probably don't remember that because you were kind of young. Or, or you, no, I'm reminded of it all the time. <laughs> oh, my. So, so, so it is a messy issue. It is a messy issue. And I'm going to let you expound on this. Just a little, We have about a minute left in it. But it just occurred to me. I, I got a scripture while we were talking about yeah. that, about it's a mess. And Jesus, in order to uh, birth himself in us, uh, he had to ex- expect a mess to happen in his life mm-hmm. because it was going to birth us, his kids. And, and I'm reminded of the scripture that says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross and he despised the shame. And it also talks about consider him who suffered such great contradiction uh, of sinners against himself, lest you also may suffer in your own mind. So we are going to be doing some birthing of some things. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. And during the middle of, you know, the, you know, the take a deep breath and move your body around because it's painful, it's painful, it's painful. We go, I'd just rather, uh, just, just soon never not, rather not have this birthing situation. But you've made the commitment and the end results are magnificent. Amen. So uh, I'm going to let you spend just a minute speaking into this and then I'm going to have uh, Kelly do a little music uh, interlude before we take our break. We've got about two minutes. No pressure, though, Leanne. <laughs> yeah, so I just think I'd want to pray for people. Okay, do. Lord, I just pray right now for the birth, the birth. It's by the power of your Holy Spirit. It endued Mary. And now we have that same power living in on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit that overshadowed Mary is in us. So I ask, Lord, that you would just birth in us this season birth something new something that's never been done before it's the impossible give us eyes to see the impossible that birth take place yes in jesus name can we just a quick thought musically thank you jesus just say thank you didn't have to but you did yes thank you jesus for being the Sending your son All for you All for me Not for one Heavenly Father, thank you for the birthing process. We know it can be messy, but we're willing and for you to overshadow us and empower us with your Holy Spirit in ways we've never even imagined before. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. 
Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. My friends, I'm hoping that you got a lot more than you were expecting when you did turn the dial to AM 1210, FM 106.1. K-Praise on our show called Come Together San Diego because... We're talking about worship and praise. We're talking about prophetic prophetic uh, words and worship. We're talking about um, apostolic points of view and, and the delivery of something. When you can't have a delivery unless you have a, a birth. <laughs> so we've been talking a little bit about birthing. And uh, my listening friend, a lot, a lot of us, you know, New Year's coming, we go, what's our New Year's resolution? Let's change the verbiage and say, what's our New Year's birthing? What are, What is God going to birth through us in this brand new year? You know, and, and Leanne is... Uh, Kelly and Leanne Stankus are with me, and they're worship people, but they're also prophetic people, and we've been uh, sucking their sucking their in- information right out and <laughs> stick it into the radio waves. <laughs> so, so Kelly, thanks for sharing some music. You've got some more to share a little bit later on. But Leanne, I think we want to talk. You mentioned during the break, you know, a lot of these things that we've talked about uh, require a, a few godly characteristics, and humility is one, childlikeness is another. Why don't you jump on in and talk about those things, Leanne Stankus. Okay. So in Mark chapter 9, verse 35, it says, uh, after they arrived at Capernaum and settled in a house, Jesus asked his disciples, what, what were they discussing on the road? But they didn't answer because they had been arguing about which of them was the greatest. <laughs> He sat down and he called the disciples over to him and said, whoever wants to be first must take last place and be the servant of everyone else. And then he put a little child among them, taking the child in his arms. And he said to them, anyone who welcomes a little child like this on my behalf welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes not only me, but also my father who sent me. And so as we are birthing and allowing the Holy Spirit to bring uh, our conviction and the the things that he's asked us to steward and carry. We just need to, you know, remember uh, that he wants us to be the servant of all. He wants us to serve. Yes. And I think, you know, in this, it's so, it's so opposite of what the world teaches. Mm-hmm. So we, opp- we, we want people to serve us. Yes. You know, and that one of the scriptures where he says, you know, do, do you want to be the one who's being served at the table or do you want to be the servant that's serving? Mm-hmm. You know, and I had to honestly ask myself, I, I like to be sitting at the table being served. Mm-hmm. But in order to be a leader, I need to be a servant, the servant of all. Wow. And he, he even on the Last Supper, you know, his example to the disciples, I'm going to wash your feet. I'm going to serve you. And so it's just. And then I, I love it. He not only talks about being the servant of all. But on every occasion, there's three occasions in three of the Gospels that he talks about the disciples were arguing about who's going to be the greatest. Mm -hmm. And he points them to the the servants of all. And then also he points them at the same time after he repeats, I need you to be the servant of all. He talks about the children. He talks about children and and children are amazing to me. I I got saved when I was eight and Mm -hmm. I just my neighbor, she said, Leanne, anytime you want to go to church, because my parents didn't go to church you're more than welcome to come. And so as a child at eight years old, I remember just listening to the scriptures and just hearing the stories. I remember we were, uh, I was at a Southern Baptist church mm-hmm. and we were talking about the book of, it was Sunday school. And we were talking about the book of revelation and eight at nine at 10, I was understanding what they were talking about. And so children, it's like he uses the children to, 
for us. He wants us to come like little children with childlike faith. Yes. And not to become so studious or so theological or so dogmatic about things that we forget what it means to be a child. And I love it when he says in Luke, he talks about um, he sent the the children to confuse the clever and the wise. (laughs) You're right. And just as we're singing here today and we're we're singing prophetically and we're singing songs unto the Lord and we're making noise, we're making sound. He loves the foolish things because the foolish things confound the wise. Yes. Praying in spirit, praying in tongues. Ooh. Doesn't that sound so foolish? The enemy doesn't know what to do with that. Right. I mean, the enemy has, has been very studious since the fall way back then. Yes. He's been studying God's character and word, and he knows how to head fake us. And But, but when we speak in the, in the spirit, he doesn't know what to do about that. He goes, well, I can deal with that with this misapplied scripture here. I can do that. But yes. when you go, bada, 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 my, my heart is open to you, Lord, whatever. Yes. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Uh, and he does, the enemy goes, I don't know how to circumvent that because I don't know what they're saying. Yes. And I don't know what God's saying back to him. Yes. <laughs> and it sounds so foolish. Yes. Yet Jesus uses it to confound the wise. Yes. And he said, so here we are praying in our spirit language, praying mysteries yeah. unto the Lord that we don't even know what we're praying, but they're mysteries, things that need to be prayed, but we can't fathom them in our mind. Yes. And then also at the same time, we're edifying. It says when we pray in the spirit, we edify our spirit, man. So what an awesome gift that is. So it's just, he takes the foolish things. Sometimes when we think we're so wise, it's not theology that we're going to, when we get to heaven, we're not going to, Jesus is going to say, did you believe this, this, and this? He's not, it's not our theology that's in question. It's, did you believe in the son? Did you believe in Jesus? Did, did you lead people to Jesus' mm. feet? Mm. And uh, like the thief on the cross, yeah. you know, he just believed. Yes, yes, Kelly. Yeah, um, you know, she talks about that humility. And, you know, I, I, I'm known as an instigator when I, wherever I go and yes, stuff. Yes, you because, are. Because <laughs> I'm here to please God. I'm not here to please man. Yep. You know, I, my, my reward is in heaven. It's not here on earth. And so um, there, there's a lot of times she talks about humility. You know, I, I walk into church and I'll see all the front row saved, a VIP and all that. And I go, is this for the unsaved, the people that need to know Jesus? It's like, oh, no. We need to sit in the back as the prophetic and as that so we can see what's going on in the room. We don't need to be noticed. You know, we need to be in the back and see what's <laughs> going on and allow those, you know, to, to come front, to have the best of the best. We already got the best of the best. Man, when we came mm. when we came into Christ, man, we received the greatest of the greatest. We already have it all. We don't need to seek the fame and fortune of this earth. What we need to seek is the kingdom of God mm. and his righteousness. And then all these things are added. So when we come in with this humility and act like a child, I love it. Um, I go to worship gatherings, and the children will come up. And just recently, one was playing with an RC car in the church. And, oh. and I stopped worship and said, don't stop him from playing that car. Let that kid play at the car in church because he's loving it. Right. And he'll want to come to church. And so it's that humility of just stepping back again. Okay, I'm here for God. I'm not here for me. I'm, I'm worshiping for God. I'm not worshiping for me. I'm not here for a record contract. I'm here for a contract in heaven, right? Yeah, so the humility. God gave me a revelation about worshipers, especially those who are are playing instruments. You know, the scripture doesn't say work an instrument. It's you're playing an instrument. The whole thing is a playful, childlike faith kind of a thing. And when you're you're playing guitar, when you're, lay it on us, when you're playing it, yes, 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 when you're you're playing it and not, 
Okay, you you know, I studied this and I can do that. That's fine. And But you have to get past the, uh, I've studied this and I'm doing it, into the playfulness because oh, yeah. God wants you to come as a child. And all of a sudden, when you have that freedom as a child, the Holy Spirit can break loose like never before. And, you know, kids say the darndest things. Yes. And, and oftentimes, those are things that are straight from that child's heart. That's right. That's right. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing when we can get let our mind go, let our logic, let our let our understanding go and let the spirit come forth and and be like a little child. Sometimes when we're in gatherings, I like to pretend like you're eight, Kelly's eight, I am and eight. I'm seven, <laughs> and we're all children. And if we were all children sitting around at a worship gathering, yes, well, we, we would we be singing at the yes, top right, of our lungs. Jumping would, and dancing. Yeah, we wouldn't care what everyone yeah, would think. We'd that, say exactly. the darndest things. Okay, I agree. <laughs> so uh, let's. Uh, d- d- we're going to give a little tease to the last segment. We're going to do s- summary <laughs> things and things like that. But mm. I think we should get, don't you, you mentioned it, little little bluesy. Mm. What might that sound like here? Come on, let, let, just, let me some stuff. I just know that, one that, minute left that, that Jesus wants it. us to have fun. Yeah. yeah. What does having fun on that guitar sound like? Come on. Well, I mean, it could be anything. I mean. Come, on. Come on, Jesus, right? It's time to share the good news. Singing. He's my friend. Jesus, he's my friend to the end. on this last segment coming up and we're going to share kind of a summary of the things that we've talked about before and I'll tell you what I want you to buckle up and pay close attention because the things we're going to be sharing are going to put a period at the end of the sentence but may not be a period it may be what do you call it an ampersand words da 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 dot it never is a period it's yeah. more of an ampersand saying to be more to come and ladies and gentlemen we'll be back because we will be continued this is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. supposed to be a talk show and they're playing wild and bluesy music i don't understand it it's supposed to be a christian show and what's this music going on here wait i, I kind of like it I, I, I feel a spirit tingling up inside my body i, I, I love it what, 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 what is this it feels like could it be the the, uh, the holy spirit why Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego. Yes, we do radio like no one else does radio because we want the body of Christ to come together and the traditional ways of doing it are traditional ways. God's not into traditional ways. He's into his ways, (laughs) which will be earth shattering. I'm with Kelly and Leanne Stankus. We're talking about music and uh, prophetic music and things like that. We're also talking about the spoken prophetic word and declaration, not only from a prophetical standpoint, but also uh, from an apostolic standpoint. And uh, where are we going here? We're going to want to do a little bit of a summary thing here. Kelly, I'm going to hand it to you. And Leanne, jump on in wherever you want. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Here we are. 
Take it away, beautiful. <laughs> Nicely done. You're yeah. going to get this later. Away. I've been doing this for a long time. I know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. She keeps me I around. Think to sum it up, um, John 13, 34. So now I'm giving you a new commandment. Yes. Love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. And so that was given on the night of the Last Supper with the disciples and Jesus washing their feet, showing them to be the servant of all and giving us a new command for the new covenant is to love one another. And so we need to really in this season recognize that we are all different. We're so different. We have different DNA, different cells. God needs to hear your voice. He needs to, you need to be the part of the body that God's created you to be. Nobody can have Kaz's voice. Nobody can have my voice. Nobody can have Kelly's voice. We all are so unique. And so we really need to love one another through that and not be a parrot. What I mean by that is if, for example, if somebody like Dutch Sheets is, is decree, you know, saying what he's saying on the radio and we don't need to parrot him and mimic what he's saying. That's for him to speak. We need to really ask God, what is it? What's my voice to give? Yeah. Yes. And so be the voice that God has created you Ooh, to be. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The scripture talks about um, where there is no ox, the stall is clean, but there is much to be garnered and benefited from the presence of the ox. That means it can be a messy duty, yep. but having that ox uh, available to do oxy things is not, and not oxymorons, of course, but oxy things, uh, it's of total value from a scriptural standpoint. And each one of us, Leanne, you talk about each one of us has, has a different character. And if for me to say, you're yes. not allowed, you're not allowed in here, yes. you know, uh, that was what happened during Jesus's birth. They said, you're not allowed in here, you're not allowed in here. So he had to go into a different stall yeah. and, uh, uh, he was birthed, and uh, that has been a, yes. has to be a showcase for us. Don't don't you don't have to go into an environment that is expecting to you know, to do these kind of wonderful things. Yeah. You go into a place that is not expecting it, and you give birth there. Yes, Woo. amen. Woo. Yeah, prophetic yes. word. What everyone's needed. Everyone's vital. Everyone has a voice. Yes, and so we need to honor that. So yeah. you're an eye. I'm a toe. And so I'm not going to act like an eye and you're not going to act like a toe, but we need each other. And so you might be doing, Lord might be asking you to do something, but yes. I need to love you. Yeah. We need to love one another. I think this I, there, there's, right? a, there's a real key to that. I mean, um, something about the last thing he says about this new commandment I give you. And I think if we could really wrap our heads around that to love each other and love each other well and celebrate you, even though I don't agree with your opinion, Ooh, right? Yeah. I that, mean, your theology together, might be a little different. Yeah, the, all the denominations yeah. will come together if they're yeah. God, godly, yeah. God listening. They're listening to God denominations. You, you're exactly right. Yeah. My point of view may be different from your point of view, yeah. but I don't shun you because your point of view can add flavor to my point of view. That's so good. I mean, we all agree he came, he died, he rose again, he's coming back for us. I mean, (laughs) we celebrate each other that. So so what you sit down during worship or you you baptize a certain way or you, you, you have a certain way of service. We need to love each other and love each other well, especially in our differences. And if you're mm. singing off key, I love you. Mm. If you're playing off key, I love you. You know, if you're doing a little differently, I love you. I love you in all that you do. And if we can just get that right, I mean that's kingdom come. Oh my, that's, that's so will good. be done, right? Because <laughs> think of his will. Hey, all I'm asking you guys to do this and do this well, to love each other. Yeah. I mean, and what, what a profound statement. Yeah. And then the key to that too is it says, love the Lord like God with all your heart and love one another as yourself. 
So when I love the Lord as we are worshiping him and we're yes. looking at him, we're adoring him, we're loving him. But when I love you, Kaz, and I show it with my kindness and my deeds and my words, I'm actually loving God because Christ in you, the hope of glory. And I got that from our great friend, Gaylord Enns. He wrote a book called The Love Revolution. And when we love one another, we're actually loving God. Mm. And yeah. we're, we're displaying God's love because God lives in you. Yes. So I'm loving you. Let, let me ask you to put it on a different point of view right now. Here we are. It's a holiday season. A lot of people are running around doing their own thing, but, but they're also trying to do things what they think other people want to do and things like that. What, what can you tell the anxiety that people start starts building in them when it's a, a season where they, they think they need to buy gifts and things like that, or they, they uh, don't want to invite somebody because they had an out with them in the past? What's the right kind of mental attitude in this holy holiday season, applying what you just said? Give me an idea. I'm putting you on the spot and you're going to whack me later. <laughs> I, I think forgiveness, yeah. you know, we need to extend forgiveness because I bet I need, I need forgiveness. I know I've done things. I need to be yeah, forgiven. She has. <laughs> yeah. And so I think we need to extend forgiveness and, and go, go up higher because love wins, love rules. And so we might have differencing of opinions, even in our own families yes. with COVID and all that other stuff that's going on. But what wins is love. So come up higher forgive and forgive others and be forgiven yourself. So loving others and forgiving others, I think are key in this season. And when you say that knowing that you've been forgiven gives you a lot more power than if you go, I'm under this thumb, but I'll try to love you. No, you've been released from that. Yeah. And that gives you a lot of freedom. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Um, And it's hard. It's not easy. <laughs> it's, it's not easy because we're so easily offended, you know. But uh, we're 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 going with no toes for the rest of our life. Can't step <laughs> on my toes. Can't offend me. You know what I mean? So we just have to live that way. Realize that we're all human and that. But that's really good. That's, this was a lot of fun and uh, childlike. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, when we're when we're go. childlike yeah. and we're 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 actually extending more freedom. We're extending love. We're just being like little kids. But with that, I think we should do some blues. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> She's so good. Where, where, can oh. I, where can I find you, Leanne? Where can I, where can I find you? So prayerhouseonthezoom.com. Prayerhouseonthezoom.com. Now, is that, is that an uh, ongoing uh, a Zoom show it's, or wh- what would I do? What if is they, that? If so they, it's a um, prayerhouseonthezoom.com is a website that you can go ah. to. And it's kind of like a TV guide, but their Zoom channels are on there. Different ministries, not only myself, but if you have a Zoom channel, look me up and maybe we can host your Zoom on prayerhouseonthezoom.com, but we have just different people will do book clubs. People will do prayer hours. You'll pray in the spirit for half an hour. There's just many things you can get involved in. Very good. And I'm, I'm prayer house on the move. So, <laughs> so you can find, find us and, you know, we, we go, we go into churches and we just, we light it up. So yep. that's, that's how we find us. Speaking you know. of lighting it up, why don't you lighten it up right now? Yes. Ooh. My listening friend. You know, we've been having a good time on Come Together San Diego. And as I told you at the beginning of the show, this is not going to be a show like you've ever heard before. Because you've been listening like you've never listened before. And we're doing things here we've never done before. You put those together with the power of the Holy Spirit. And all of a sudden, the Lord is glorified. Oh, He's glorified. Friend, it's about time for us to go away, but you know from what you've heard today, I want you to glorify God in all that you do and be Y O U. It's good to 
have you with me and us on this two-hour broadcast to come together to San Diego. In the next couple weeks, I'm going to be doing some pre-recorded shows because next week is uh, Christmas Eve and the following week is New Year's Eve, so I guess we won't be here in the studio. But my listening friend, you need to know that you are going to be somewhere and the things that you've learned today about the freedom of God and the childlike faith of God can be applied through you to others. So have a great time and we want you to know that God loves you and so do we. <laughs> See you later. Thanks for joining Cast Hater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.